Welcome everyone to the Lo-Fi Poli-Sci Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pickering, and that's right, Lo-Fi as in low-fidelity, low-quality, in-your-face, messy-as-can-be global news show. Here we're going to talk about that famous question, what's going on in the world today? We'll be covering five headlines from across the globe, and then choose one to go into a more detailed analysis. The news, fresh off the press. Source, Reuters World Section. Russia, Turkey, hold fourth joint patrol in Syria's Idlib, RIA. Reuters reports that this news comes from the Russian news agency RIA, which referenced another Russian agency for their report. That's a lot of Russian he said, she said, so take from this what you will, lo-fi listeners. The implications. Turkey and Syrian forces loyal to the Assad regime had previously been embattled along the northern border of Syria and Turkey. If Turkey and Russia are now holding joint patrols, this could signal an important development in the de-escalation of those tensions. As Russia is an Assad ally, We'll be following this story closely to see about further developments and verification. Next up, source, BBC News, Africa. One of Brazil's most wanted criminals arrested in Mozambique. Geography lesson for students of lo-fi poli-sci. Brazil is in South America. Mozambique is in southeastern Africa. What is a Brazilian gangster doing in Mozambique, you may ask? Gilberto dos Santos ran one of Brazil's largest and most powerful gangs, trafficking cocaine across the globe. Thus, it comes as no surprise that an international drug, drug kingpin travels abroad to shore up international drug trafficking routes. The implications. Dos Santos has been on the run for over 20 years, reports Brazilian authorities. He was apprehended in Mozambique via a collaborative effort of Mozambican officials, Interpol, U.S., and Brazilian federal police. This story is the latest in two weeks, illustrating that police officials everywhere continue the back-and-forth waging of war on criminal syndicates across the globe. It's Weekly Wednesday with Transparency International. Today we're continuing down Central America, moving to El Salvador, which is to the south of Guatemala and Honduras, and has the Pacific Ocean as a border to its south. El Salvador in 2018 had a World Bank-recorded GDP per capita of $4,000 a year, just as a point of reference for listeners, so you can begin to understand and have comparative perspective on why corruption is at the level we see it in in developing countries. And remember... Transparency International Corruption Perception Index ranks countries and territories between 100 and 180, as well as providing a score of 0 to 100, 0 meaning very corrupt, and 100 meaning very clean. And El Salvador comes in at 113 of 180 countries and territories with a score of 34 out of 100. This puts the country in just under the lower half of countries as far as levels of corruption across the globe. El Salvador is tied at 113 with Iswatini, Zambia, the Philippines, Kazakhstan, and Nepal. Below it at 119 is Sierra Leone, and above it at 106 is Albania, Brazil, Mongolia, Cote d'Ivoire, North Macedonia, Algeria, and Egypt. That's 14 countries grouped very closely together as far as levels of political corruption in government. As we move forward with our segments on Freedom House and Reporters Without Borders, Lo-Fi Nation listeners will become more familiar with all of these different countries, so that giving comparative analysis as this will provide us with more perspective on the exact severity of the issues we discuss, and how they manifest in different places in the world. And now for our headline in the spotlight segment, Source, Reuters World Section. What the U.S. funds freeze could mean for the WHO and its work. For those listeners unfamiliar, the WHO is the World Health Organization, an organization inside of the United Nations. As also reported by NPR, for the years of 2018 to 2019, 
the U.S. provided about 20% of the organization's overall budget. The background and implications of this story. For many listeners coming from developed countries with advanced economies, the work of the WHO may be quite unfamiliar to them. There are about 200 countries in the world, and about 120 or so of them, likely leaning more towards 140 countries in the world, depending on how you measure, are considered developing countries. That means, again, depending on how you measure development, that means that 70 to 80% of the world's population live in developing countries. To put that in numbers, the world population is about 7.5 billion. This means that roughly 5.25 billion to 6 billion people on this planet live in developing countries. It is here, with these people, that the World Health Organization does most of its work. That's the math. That's the implications. The rest, I leave to you, Lo-Fi Nation. And a last piece of news from the Associated Press, Oddities section. Florida judge, get out of bed, get dressed for Zoom hearings. Apparently, a judge in the U.S. state of Florida has written a letter to the Weston Bar Association complaining that lawyers were conducting judicial meetings via Zoom, and these are all not together but rather separate cases, but conducting meetings in bed, under the covers, shirtless, poolside, in the bathing suits, and this judge is having no more of it. The implications. A judge wants attorneys to be dressed and presentable for judicial meetings. Imagine that. A question to lo-fi poli-sci students. Are you getting dressed every day today? Are you conducting FaceTime and Zoom meetings in similar fashions? I'll tell you one thing for certain lo-fi listeners. If I had a pool, I might consider it an option. Might. And that's a brief snapshot of what's going on in the world today. Please write in with your questions, comments, or requests of countries for our new segment to lofipolisci at planetmail.com. That's lofi, L-O-F-I, poly, P-O-L-I, sci, S-C-I, at planetmail.com. Let me say thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, wash those hands, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Lo-Fi Poli-Sci Podcast. Pickering, signing off.